Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Oh no, oh no, we gotta get out of California. Oh, the missiles, the nukes. North Korea's done it again. They've done it again. They've done it again. See, I was thinking it's more like a... Oh, it can't reach us. Because they're bad at it. (laughs) They don't know how to shoot those goddamn missiles. And that's why they're quitting and getting out of the game. Because they know they're going to fucking lose. Ooh. <laughs> Quitting and ditching. That's right. We're talking about North Korea today. How you doing? This is the brighter side of Cynics Look at Optimism. I'm Ed Larson. That's Amber Nelson. And with us, as always, is Miss Mary Kelly. How you doing, Mary? I'm scared. Oh, don't, oh, be, don't be scared. He's quitting. He's pussing out. Kim uh, Kim Jong Un... What was it going to be? Un, un good at war. Great. <laughs> <laughs> We would always look at those videos of the rockets and they would like fail and we're all laughy, laughy, laughy. But I'm like, what if, you know, what if it worked? What if it worked? <laughs> yeah. So uh, it seems like this is a, a weird time to do this episode because normally if we were going to do something like this, we would be very scared. But actually, North Korea is in a really decent place right now. They're I'd doing say. good. Yeah, there it looks like they're talking peace. Kim Jong Un's leaving the country. He's going to China. He's going to South Korea. They're shaking hands with dudes. It's amazing. And then they gave us they gave us back some people. It's you know, I I'm feeling pretty good about yeah, this. Yeah, and they shaking were alive. hands with dudes. He is. He's, shaking, <laughs> he's going to South he's right at the border, shaking that hand. They reached across, then he walked over and they shook hands again. And then Kim's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa." While we walk back over to North Korea, shake hands one more time, show me you're a good guy. They did it. Something about call. I don't know. Something just about calling the most the most landmark diplomatic action in the past 100 years, shaking hands with dudes. Some dudes Ah. getting together, shaking some paws, man, (laughs) getting in there, fucking being cool to each other. You know what? I always thought that Kim Jong-un was way out of his fucking league. You know, if you go back into the history, he was kind of 
tossed into into being a supreme leader, which you know, just call yourself president. What the fuck do it? <laughs> and it was forced into it when his dad died, uh, pretty unexpectedly. They've been grooming him. They wanted some more time, and then uh, he just got kind of thrown into it. And he was a pretty big son of a bitch. But it seems like. <laughs> That it's turning around, and I feel pretty good about it. Well, he uh, went to boarding school. I think he was in Europe for a while going to school, so he got all these, like, otherworldly influences. So he was probably, like, a piece of trash when he first started because that's what he was told to do. Yes, he did kill some people. Yes, he did feed his uncle to dogs. He shot another uncle with a ground uh, air missile launcher. Yes, they did. And he killed his whole family. The uncle was pretty cool. It is kind of cool to kill someone with a rocket launcher. In front launcher. of everybody. He called everyone in North Korea. He's like, hey, everyone, let's meet in the square. We're shooting my uncle with a missile launcher. I mean, you're telling me you wouldn't show up? Mm. <laughs> I've got some people I could hit with a rocket launcher right now. Oh, man. Exactly. Be careful what you say in the microphones, man. Uh, Donna from HR five years ago. I'm looking at you. <laughs> Put her in the square. He also killed his ex-girlfriend in front of everybody. Oh no, he she maybe she's the one he shot with the missile launcher. She was like a pop star. Yes. And he was dating her for a while and then all of a sudden like she did this like racy video which was just her ankles were showing in a dance and she was dancing. And so he killed her in front of everybody. Firing squad. Firing squad. Firing squad. Oh my gosh, you're showing some ankle? Yeah, no. she's showing some ankles. Her best new song, known songs are Excellent Horse Like Lady, Footsteps of Soldiers, right. and We Are Troops of the Party. Yeah, no, all of the songs are very uh, upsetting. It's all like Supreme Leader, he's so great, he's so fit, he does 25 push-ups every hour. You know? <laughs> oh, wait, she's not, she's maybe not dead, and the reason why she was allegedly uh, killed was because she was in illegal pornographic videos. Whoa. Which was her dancing and showing ankles. That's very they interesting. Call, they, they call that pornographic but videos. But she appeared on North Korea television in 2014 disproving the rumors, or they just had a lady that looked like her. I mean, Lord knows what's going on. That's like the main thing in North Korea is we don't really know shit about shit about it. We, we got some yeah. high up videos, and we got some people sneaking videos, and we kind of know what's going on. I mean, I watched some horrifying shit for, uh, trying to prepare for this. And it was just, I, the footage from inside North Korea, have you seen any of it? I've seen like pros and cons. I've seen some where people are like happy and dancing. And I've yeah. seen some where they're like in a prison camp saying, please feed me. Oh yeah, no, they have propaganda videos in these towns that they make up to look like they're prosperous. But then they're on video, They had some. I watched a hidden video of them going to, uh, it's called like National Supermarket Number 1 is the name of the supermarket mm. in the middle of uh, Poyang. I, and they go in and they, you try to buy products. None of them are for sale. They just leave the products there to make it look like there's lots of stuff for sale. And so there's no, they're not actually selling anything. And like all, and so you're not, it's, it, it, people just go walk around the store to look at goods. Like it's fucking bonkers what's going on there. And then, you know, there's the awful, then there's the other side of it that gets filmed. And it is just children in the street that are abandoned by their parents because they can't afford to to pay for their, you know, pay for their existence. You know, there's a lot of stories of people resorting to cannibalism in North Korea. And whenever somebody gets arrested for speaking bad about the government, uh, not only do you get arrested, but they arrest your entire family. 
And your kids get arrested. They're born in camp. And mm-hmm. then your grandkids have to be in camp. Your great-grandkids can go free. It's uh, it's a little outdated, the way they do things. <laughs> <laughs> There's women in these camps that think if they get pregnant by a security guard that they will be taken care of. Mm-hmm. But in fact, they get beaten down even more. And I saw this horrible video where this woman was pregnant and she was just getting like pummeled by these men just beaten up oh yeah i mean they just they torture you for years and years and years uh there was a guy who went to prison who later escaped and now lives in south korea and he was talking about the torture they would do and every day for nine months they would put like this stick behind his knees and they would make him sit down with no chair and then they until his kneecaps uh cracked in half Yeah, and it was just like, and that, like that's you know they really good at torture. Uh, it's they got time on their hands, you know. <laughs> There's no real jobs. the The place is crumbling, and I think that really has a lot to do with the recent progress that we've been making with North Korea. I think Kim Jong Un. I pray that this is right, and he's not just pulling some fool you moment and just gonna nuke everyone at the last. Like I go in like riding a nuclear weapon to the meeting with Donald Trump, but he just. <laughs> I think you know it's come to such a place where everyone is gonna die if he doesn't start reaching out to people. I think it's re- truly gotten that bad. There are concentration camps. All across the country, we have we have footage from airplanes of, of these camps. I mean, it's the dude needs to be stopped, and it's crazy that we all that it was gone on this long. Yeah, if we there just was a let bunch of if there was a bunch of oil down there, we would have taken care of this shit, you know. <laughs> but there but there wasn't, and so a lot of people are dying, and a lot of people are suffering. And uh, I mean, obviously, you remember we went to war with North Korea. Uh, years in the 50s before oh, Vietnam. It was, yeah, yeah the, the Korean, they beat us. They uh, pretty much, I mean, they we were doing good and right when we were about to win the war, if you remember, uh, I know I'm kind of jumping around a little bit. That's fine. But when we were going to win the war, MacArthur was, mar- was marching and they got close to China. And then China was like, yo, you're getting close to us. Back the fuck up. And then MacArthur is just like, fuck that, we should go to war with China too. And with, against uh, Eisenhower or Truman, I can't remember who was president. I think it was Eisenhower's wishes. And against his wishes, invaded China, and then China beat the shit out of us, and just like, like, just massacred our fucking army for for a couple of days. And then MacArthur got fired, which was crazy that MacArthur got fired because he was like the big. He won World War II essentially. You know, but so he went against the will of the president. He went against the will of the president, that. and then he got his ass handed to him when he did it. Because I mean, like, let's face it, you know, you don't want to fuck with China. No, they're a big place. They're huge. And you almost got to respect them for what they did. I mean, I know that they beat up America, and I shouldn't say that, but I mean, think about if China was fighting Mexico and they're getting up to El Paso, what do you think we would do? Yeah, we'd fucking flex our muscles, and it's and that's what happened. And we fucking got kicked out of there. Thank God we didn't keep sticking around. But no one really talks about that war, and it's crazy because we lost a lot of people, and we got our fucking ass kicked. And it's what led to us getting our ass kicked again in Nam. Wow, you know, I met these uh, group of Mongolian firefighters recently, mm-hmm. and they were the biggest people I've ever met in my life. They're monks. Ooh, yeah, they're built. 
I mean, the woman was about your size, Eddie. That's what Genghis Khan. He was Mongolian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a big fuck. They grow them big. That's like the. I think I would go ahead and call them the biggest Asian, unless mm, Samoans. Samoans are big. They're all very. They big. grow them big on Aren't the islands. Samoans Pacific Islanders, though. Yeah, yeah, Asians Pacific Islanders are pretty close together. Yeah, I think so they're it's part of a tie Asia. between Mongolians or Samoans. I would say Samoans are probably bigger than Mongolians. Oh, I feel I don't like know. Mongolians are more built, and Samoans are more built but fat. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Samoans are football players, huh. and the ja- oh, and so, but North Korea, I don't know. I I'm st- I feel like this is a big. Like you were saying, Mary, this is one of the biggest moments, like politically, of our lives. If we can get this is a 60, 70 year feud. Yeah. We've had with them. And they fucking hate us. Like they spread anti American propaganda around that country. And it is nuts. They sh- they send videos of their anthem playing and New York burning to the ground, getting hit by missiles and like computer graphics and shit. It's crazy. They want us fucking dead. Well, they want to invade us and they want to fucking kill us. So we need to squash this beef as soon as possible. To be fair, I mean, it's not a Michael Bay movie. It's North Korea's number one <laughs> CGI animator. So it's not that good. I mean, it of doesn't an look that great. No, I, I saw yeah, it, it. It looks pretty shitty. But what's interesting beyond that, I think, is that uh, it's not really a feud that's ending or tension between the United States and North Korea that's ending. What's really ending right now is uh, a long time period. Trump is the first president to ever acknowledge that North Korea is a country. And yeah. that's really the biggest yeah. shift, which I think is why they're being so cooperative, because I think that's what they wanted the whole time. But the problem with that is that if you recognize them as a country, you're also kind of condoning um, them having death camps and stuff. Mm. But they do also sneak a lot of American propaganda in there. <clears throat> they're like Friends and Seinfeld. Those like DVDs are being passed around. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't, I believe, why not? It, that, maybe that's the fucking problem all these years is that no one is treating them like they fucking exist. Yeah. You know, and like maybe if you just a little bit nicer to someone, hey, come on, do the Olympics. You know, let's see what see what you got. Let's see your best javelin guy. You know, it's like if you spread it out a little more and you recognize them as a country, maybe they'll want to start acting like one. Maybe. Is this the first Olympics they've been in? Cooperation with South Korea. I think they had their own special flag going on. Yeah. I think, yeah, they were they were at the most recent Olympics. I don't know if that uh, they've done it before, though. This might have been the first time. Wow, we're making progress. No, yes, they've we been should doing be. it on and off. Oh, yeah? Oh. China is really taking the lead on this thing, and I'm real impressed by China lately. I think China's been cooler than they've ever been they're (laughs) they're doing they're wearing a bunch of sunglasses yeah no they're getting leather jackets and shit and they're fucking break dancing but they you know they're they're (laughs) where trump keeps fucking up uh china kind of comes in and is coming in and being like oh i guess we got to step up now and i think it's definitely leading to china becoming the main superpower for the first time in uh in five years uh it's not putin isn't the most powerful man in the world uh president z xi what's his name i think it's a lady well she's the most powerful xi jinping wow xi jinping. man it's a man yeah yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah okay whoops yeah yeah xi jinping and he is doing he's the he was just recently voted the most powerful man in the world and he's really stepping up like when Trump pulled out of the Paris Agreement, he kind of filled in a little more. And I think 
we China is being it would, if they're going to really help with denuclearizing North Korea, it's going to be a big step to them becoming the next superpower in this world. And you know what? Fuck it. We shouldn't be doing it anymore. Well, the, if, whenever we don't become superpower, our head is going to be held in the dirt and held there for a long time. I don't know. I think we'll be helping still. I don't still. think so. I, I've seen too many Chinese tourists. Chinese tourists love coming to America. They love our culture and their yeah, like, and they pop, love like McDonald's. And, and the national parks. Chinese visitors are one of the highest percentage of people from outside the United States visiting the national parks. That's yeah. true. And they also are poachers as well. Interesting. <laughs> when I went to Africa, everyone hated the Chinese. Really? Because they're the main poach. The reason most of the poaching happens is because they're the ones who buy up the rhino horns and the uh, and the elephant tusks because they grind it up and put it into pills and thinks it gets their dick hard. Damn. I read an article. But what if it works? <laughs> but what if it works? What if it works? I mean, I don't know. Grow elephants in labs then. Yeah. I <laughs> or just grow that. I read an article. It was um, years ago. It was like on the border of China and Russia. It's like way up there. And this reporter snuck on this bear farm where they were like harvesting bear gallbladder because they believed it made their dicks hard or whatever. And mm. a, a mama bear gave birth and then the the keepers put the baby bear in the shackles and the mama bear like lost it. She broke out of the cage, killed everyone there except for the reporter and one other dude that was hiding. And then the mama bear... So the bear, reporter could tell the story. Yes. Oh, rock and roll. <laughs> rock and roll. And then the, uh, the mama bear killed the baby bear and then bashed her head against the wall until she died. Hell yeah. That is a good way to go out. That's I, don't, go. I don't know if it is. <laughs> I think being surrounded by your loved ones on a bear stretcher is much better. Much better. I keep thinking about those that knee thing with the brace, and my mind is like... It's uh, it's very upsetting. So I just hear like a... You know, in my head. Yeah, yeah, knees. but it's more like... Oh, your yeah. legs are like gummy worms. Mm. No way, man. It's no fun. It's not fun to be there. Shoot me in the head. <laughs> it's You know, I we are so lucky. So Honestly, lucky. like America, you can say no matter what you say about it and how much it may suck to have, you know, someone you don't like being president, whether it was Obama or Trump or whatever, or like, you know, how the cops kill people a lot and people, we kill each other with guns all the time and we got mass shootings. It's not North Korea. We are not having our <laughs> knees broken in prison. We're not eating our children. Like this is, it's what they, they eat the week if you're a little bit weaker it's crazy what's going on the footage in the slums of north korea is the worst i've ever seen it's just eight-year-olds begging for pennies and yeah you have that here and you have that you know in oliver but it's just like this it's it is it is fucking it is the most depressing sad they and then kim jong-un he is I mean, before this recent turn, truly evil. Yeah. Truly just like the fact that he's always smiling, you know, it's like always just like, oh, every time you see a picture of him, he's just like approving wherever he is. Like he'll be in like a, a hut with a bunch of chickens and he'll just be like looking at the chickens, smiling and nodding his head. Yes. Be like, yes, the chickens, I control the chickens. Yeah. The chickens are, grow, are birthed because I told them to be birthed. Like that's like how everyone thinks and how much he embraces himself into their minds just shatters mine. 
It is they, he had this one speech that he played on loop in a town square for nine months. It was a thirty-minute speech, and as soon as it would end, it would start again. Minding, mind and, blowing. And he would just, and that's all these people heard that lived in this town in this village for nine months, and then a new speech. And it's like, how are you not supposed to get brainwashed? Oh, man. Like, it's how like, excited were they when they got the new speech, though? Oh, just say anything different. <laughs> just say any word different, please. Finding the right fragrance is kind of like falling in love. There's the initial whiff of attraction. Oh, do I know them? Do I know them not? Does it work well with my body? Does it work well with me? I don't know. Then time goes on, and you discover those additional layers. You realize... This is the one for me. Oh, I want to marry you. I want to hold hands with you. I want to eat ice cream with you and smile. But finding that perfect perfume, that perfect mate, falling in love, it's not always so wonderful. That's why I need to tell you about a company that's bringing you the feeling back into fragrance. Fleur. Now, if you're like me, you go to a lot of those uh, big shops and people spray you down with perfume and you sort of walk out smelling like a fake flower garden. You hate it. You, you, you get confused with all of the choices. You don't like it. You just walk out and go. Instead of testing a scent on a paper, test it on yourself, on your own skin. They sent us a little uh, testy tubes and you get to like test one one day because you never know what it's going to smell like about an hour later. I'm wearing Hepcat at the moment. It's a genderless scent. I know you can't smell it, but it smells wonderful and leathery. And I, I feel like I'm in an old cigar bar just in Cuba, having a good conversation. Oh, it's a good time. It's good for you. It's good for the earth. There's no questionable ingredients. It's all in sensible light packaging. Fleur, baby. So, go to phlur.com today and use the promo code BRIGHTERSIDE to get 20% off your custom Fleur sample set. Pick three cents to try and uh, get credit towards a full-size bottle of your favorite. Gotta try a little bit before you know what's right for you. The promo code BRIGHTERSIDE at fleur.com to try three Fleur fragrances. 20% off phlur.com. I smell great and I love myself. It's just, I, I don't know. Would you, what would you do? Would you, here's a question. Would you visit? No. Would there Mary? was a kid that visited and took a poster and then he got shipped back in a coma well, and died. don't steal stuff from the... <laughs> also, don't steal stuff from them. Yeah, and you know, don't be white there either. He fucking, he, that, that kid, he was sent... I think he was Asian, though. I, I don't remember, but no, yeah. the kid was white. The kid that got in a coma was white. Yeah, they gave him back to us the day he died. And I, they, were, they did it as like a sign of good faith, but the truth is he, he was given back to us because they didn't want him to die on their fucking watch. And so, and he couldn't tell us about what was going on in the death camps because he was in a coma the whole time. So, I mean, it was just, they are mean motherfuckers. But like we said earlier, they're giving back some prisoners. We're getting three back now. Mm -hmm. It looks like Japan's going to get some people back. South Korea's getting some people back. China got some people back. This could be, you know, as soon as they start giving their own people back. To themselves, yeah, that would be another good start. But I wonder how long it's going to take for them to start inviting people into North Korea. I mean, that's good. that's what's really going to change things. Is when you get some, if you let the UN in there and really 
go on and like start making some decent changes. I mean, first off, we got to get Oon out of there. I don't know how to do that. I mean, that's got to be crazy being born and told your entire life that you are special supreme and that you are like a, your God, basically. I don't think mm-hmm. you're allowed to worship any religion like because the, the God would be above the supreme leader. Uh, that's just got to fuck with your head. And then the people right below you, they have the keys that you've given them. So that of course they're going to keep torturing and breaking knees because mm-hmm. they need to feed their family. And I know we joke about them like not being able to like launch a rocket or fight us but truth is if we got in a war with them they'd fuck it up they'd f- they have the fourth largest army in the world they, they we are right ahead of them it is china india us and then them they have over a million soldiers and they it would be an intense war i mean because lord knows we're not fighting it over here we're gonna fight it over there and they are i, I they're good at stepping you know, Ooh, I don't know yeah. if you ever seen those videos, but they they stay in line but and they war step. isn't a stepping game anymore. We've got a a legion of nerds who got recruited by the U.S. Army because they were too good at Halo, and now they just pew 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 pew, pew from a computer. I don't know if stepping is what. Is, I, don't know. I don't know. Americans are very like we have big big eyes and big smiles, and uh, I noticed that when I came over here, and also I've spoken to people from overseas, and they say Americans are always smiling. Why are you always smiling? So I think even the people going to war, you know, as grizzled as they would be, would still be like smiley, happy Americans. And these are people that are like stuck in concentration no, camps. But I'm saying like drones don't smile or not smile. Oh, drones just. Just yeah. drone war's not a war's not a step in game no more. I mean, I mean, there's still people on the ground. On I the mean, ground, drone yeah. can only do so much in Syria. It's not all fucking drones. We're sending, we're, we're shipping in soldiers. Yeah, but that's different. I just, I just feel like I don't know. It just seems like it would be a difficult war for a country that's barely able to feed its people to win. They got no, they got nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. You know, that's the scariest opponent in the world. Well, the top percent has nothing to lose, but the people underneath have something to lose. But more importantly, if they have nothing to lose, but they have a lot to gain. Yeah. I feel like the majority of the documentaries fail to show there's been a rising. Uh, one of the key things that uh, outside special interest groups keep an eye on is there is a steady increase in consumption of Western culture, despite the fact it's punishable by extreme uh, imprisonment or death. Friends in Seinfeld. One of the, yeah, exactly. But one of the most uh, imported things into North Korea are radios and uh, and DVD players. Mm, I was going to say 3D glasses. <laughs> no, no, no. They want to see less of the 3D yeah. glasses. But I, I think that the fact that uh, consuming that type of entertainment about the outside world is so easily punished one punishable but also two very easy to get caught yet it is steadily increasing i think the average north korean is on some level very aware of the fact that it is not great to be there yeah (laughs) and things would be better elsewhere however i mean the reality of the situation is if you're living in poverty already yeah how would you and it's punishable by death to leave you know what's crazy about that is kim jong-il the the daddy 
Yeah. He was super into American culture. And like, even though he made it illegal for other people to watch, he was obsessed with movies. And he often made like his own carbon copies of movies where that he directed and like made his own North Korean Terminator movie and stuff like I that. I pay any amount of money to see And there's that. like a, go- a movie about a golden mountain. And Kim Jong-il like directed a couple films. And he was super into our culture. And it's amazing that he's still fucking held his down his people away from it. I don't understand the thought process there. Because then they would see that everything they have is not as good. It's yeah. all for him. He has the sweet keys. It, it was all for him because while his you know, his people were starving, and the same goes for the new his his schmuck kid, which is they would you know, they they're the ones eating lobster and getting like literally he's on a train and they had and he had a helicopter come and land on the train with a roast pig for him so he could eat roast fresh roast pig while the train was moving and then like there are the whole country starving and eating each other and fucking literally sifting through the trash they don't have fucking there's no socialism there so that means there's no trash pickup there's no firemen you know like like it's there it's it's crazy he has to keep the people so afraid of him they're afraid of um of uh, rebelling. So they that's, are. That's why you have to have the people breaking the knees in the camps because uh, they would have to go against those people first. And people who get out, you know, they all are still scared even though they're out. And a lot of the, in all the interviews I've seen, it's just people hiding their faces, getting their voices distorted because even though they're not in North Korea, they're afraid someone's going to come get them. I mean, Kim Jong-un had his other uncle killed recently he was poisoned in South Korea. His uncle was in South Korea, and he had like some hot chick kiss him or something, and she had poison in her mouth. What? Yeah, it was like a prostitute, and she had poison in her mouth, and he fucking killed him in in South Korea, and then he tried to make it look like South Korea killed him so he could like start a war. This is like the crazy way that these people fucking think. So I mean, we are make to recap. We are making positive steps. Things are going in the right direction, but I would not be surprised if he did fool you kind of space balls move on us and fucking tried to kill everybody. I also keep thinking of this karaoke song I heard. It goes, uh, communism is the best. Kim Jong-un is the best. And that's it. Yeah, no, over and over. Communism is the best. <laughs> I mean... On paper, communism seems like it could work. Mm. But, you know, it doesn't. No, never. Never's work. <laughs> and I was talking to my, my uh, um, brother's husband about it, and he was like, it's just never been done right. And I was like, it's been done so many times, and it's never been done right. It's just people are left starving, and killing each other, eating children. Well, yeah, because there's always going to be greed. And people, no matter how communist the country is, you know, there's going to be people who are treated better than other people. It's just going to make the people at the top even wealthier. Mm -hmm. And it's a goddamn mess. What do you think, Mary? Fellow traveler? Fellow traveler? Would you go to North Korea? Yeah, are you a a communist sympathizer? (laughs) 
That's what it, that's what a communist oh, sympathizer is called. A, a fellow, fellow a fellow traveler. Is it? Yeah. Since when? <laughs> I don't. There's an old movie about it. There's really? a black and white well, movie yeah, called it, Fellow it Traveler. It used to ruin your life if people knew you're a communist. I think now you can just be. Now a you communist. can just kind of say it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, they're just like, oh, you know. I mean, obviously, people are saying they're Nazis, and no one gives a fuck. Yeah. It's it's very hip right now. Interesting. <laughs> I remember like walking around and people were like, "Hey, fellow traveler, are you a fellow traveler?" It's like, "I sure am." And then I thought it meant like, you know, I, I've traveled the world. No, so you admitted you were communist to those people. I'm not a communist. I think we had a, <laughs> two different conversations going on. <laughs> Whoops. You guys never heard fellow traveler? No, no, I can't say that I have. Oh yeah, check out the movie Fellow Traveler. All it's right. it's pretty interesting. I mean, um, I personally think that in the far future, communism will be in place just by virtue of, like, nobody working because the majority of jobs will be taken over by robots. So there will be a universal basic income and then people will slowly go into fields that are more based around, like, innovation and technology and, like, more mind type stuff. And therefore... There will be communism, but... We're all going to become managers, robot managers. I think it's like we're all going to like have robots build all of our stuff, and then everyone gets like $1,500 a month, and then anyone who's like super driven is like, I really want to become an expert on art, and then like art's going to get really weird, books are going to get really cool, like I think mm-hmm. it's going to be great. Anyways, regardless, I think that will happen, but I think in our current, like, it, that's like, like 250 years down the line Mm. in this context where everybody needs to work to survive and a universal basic income doesn't really make sense because there aren't robots you doing all the work i don't think it it would work out you know there's a a group in dc called uh stop making killer robots and uh, the whole premise is you're making these robots that are designed to kill when do you think they're going to turn their uh, their selves on you when do you think they're going to turn around and like point their gun at well, you? Well, on the other hand, I w- was listening to a really interesting piece on NPR about uh, precision engineering. And one of the main arguments for creating super advanced AI is that currently a lot of our uh, things that we build, for example, spaceships, airplanes, trains, uh, they're so mechanically precise that a airplane went down because one of the bolts was one one millionth of a millimeter off of it, its intended target because someone in the factory put it one one millionth of a space off. What? Ergo, the only way to continue to make uh, technology and more importantly things like planes and spaceships that would not fall apart and make them as efficient as possible is to have AI that's more... In- that's more intelligent than human beings, but also more efficient and can't make mistakes. So a plane fell down from the sky? It or didn't is this fall the down. Southwest suck out? It wasn't the suck out. It was something in Spain or something. Oh, oh my okay. God. But I it was like a, a wing flew off or something. Oh my oh, God. Yeah. That'll happen. I hate flying so fucking much, but I ride around without my seatbelt on. Well, I mean, I don't know what a seatbelt's really going to do for you in an airplane. What are you? Oh, well, the oh, airplane, no, but airplane. I thought she was saying a car. No, in a car. No, in a car, yeah. Wear no, your seatbelt, seat Amber. Amber. Oh, yeah. really? I always wear my seatbelt. Na- Ralph Nader did not <laughs> ruin his whole life by going into politics for you not to wear your seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> 
There's a reason they give you a ticket for it. It really does save your life. It you really should does. You should do it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure. It's just the whole thing. Flash forward two months from now, just slow motion of Amber shooting out of a car. <laughs> Although I knew a guy who got in a car accident, wasn't wearing a seatbelt. He flew out the front window. And if he was wearing a seatbelt, he would have died. That's Whoa. like saying like my grandma smoked cigarettes, but she didn't have lung cancer. She got she died from something else. Yeah, she got shot in the head. Yeah. By a fucking North Korean. <laughs> <laughs> Communism is the best. Also, by the way, North Koreans uh, totally get asylum in America. Really? Yeah, they come well, over. Cool. Come on, we got to give them to them. I know, yeah. But like, yeah that's what I'm saying. It's one of the few countries that we like we're like yeah oh yeah absolutely yeah, come, come on, on over yeah, here yeah, yeah. here's some bread I you want to sleep on my couch out of them to make sure they're not spies i'm yeah. sure they have to sit in a prison for a year but then after that they gotta wait 13 more years and then they can become a citizen i think it's like they show up and they look like they've been recently starved mm-hmm. it's they're not part of the the government yeah. one of the one of the uh immigration uh camps not camps camps the wrong word uh, shelters that i visited in south texas had North Koreans there, had two North Koreans that only spoke North Korean. And they were trying to teach them English or Spanish so they can get jobs and like join society. But they were like living on this farm, learning, learning, like ran, run by nuns, learning how to farm and stuff like that so they could become farm hands and shit like were that. Were they happy? Did they look happy? They were out of North Korea. Yeah. And you know what's crazy is they're living in the middle of a farm on a fucking, in a trailer and there's like already, you know, so much better than whatever. <laughs> The prison they were in when they got when they when they crossed the border was better than where they were. You know, that, that's a, that, that's sadly you know the case for most people crossing our border. I mean that sounds like an actual good time to be like farming and living in a trailer, just being around nuns all the time. I mm-hmm. think I would rather enjoy that. Yeah, but the thing is, these nuns are old, and I don't know who's gonna run this place when those nuns oh, wait, die. What type of nuns? Irish, old Irish nuns. No, Harry? fuck that. I'd rather be in North Korea. <laughs> I went to, I had old Irish nuns for, uh, I went to St. Joan of Arc Catholic School. And mm-hmm. It was all run by, you know, Irish nuns off the boat. And man, there was two out of seven of them were nice. And the other five were sh- truly evil. It's really interesting <laughs> with Catholics. It's You get to see what men and women are like if they never have sex. Uh-huh. And it seems like men like, like seven out of ten, seven out of ten are nice and are in it for the god stuff. Three are fucking kids, but out of the women, they're all mad. Mm-hmm. So mad. And there was a girlfriend of mine. She was maybe twenty years old and joined the nunnery. Oh, before she could even drink, she was already done with it. And I wanted to be like, "Are you sure you don't want to like, you know, taste a little bit and then do it?" And she's like, "No, I've dedicated my life to God. I know why." And I prayed over it, and they prayed over me. And I talked to another girl at this party who said that she was in her early twenties, tried to be a nun, and they they all prayed about it, and they said no. And we were drinking at a party, and she's like, "And that's when I renounced Catholicism and renounced religion." And I was like, "Well, they probably knew." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. If getting a no means that you're not going to do something, yeah. you were not set up to do it. Yeah, yeah you're not. Doing like, it. You know what? Fuck it. I'm done. You're right. <laughs> I mean, how many no's have you gotten, Amber? You know, how many no's have I gotten? So many. (laughs) I wonder if the nunnery is going down, like if the numbers are dropping. Oh, yeah. Catholic Church's not doing well in America. I think it's uh, the Catholic Church has been growing a lot um, in South America. Number three religion in the world, atheism. Really? Woo! Christianity number one, Muslim number two. Islam. Atheism. 
Islam? Muslim's the person. Islam's the religion. Oh. oh. Oh, so he's a Muslim. He's not an Islam. Yeah, yeah, he's a Muslim. Yeah, like you're, a, like I'm a Catholic, not a Christian. Catholic, not a Catholic. Yeah, Catholic. <laughs> but anyway, that's why I'm an atheist, and I don't want to learn the proper terms. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the god of atheism? Was it the spaghetti monster? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, it reminds me of my favorite uh, Jackieism. Oh, uh, you know, don't be upsetty. Have some spaghetti. Aww. Someone posted it today, and I made it makes me, it always makes me smile whenever I say it. So if you're sad out there, just remember, don't be upsetty. Have some spaghetti. You know, unless you're, you know, you got a gluten thing going on. Yeah, and, and just, unless you're in North Korean prison camp, you know, don't. You think they got noodles? I don't know. I don't think they got nothing. They don't have much of anything. Man, the fake stores are crazy. They're everywhere. It's fake dress stores, fake everything. It's so bananas. And they have footage of like, no, that's not for sale. It's like, I can't buy that. No, you cannot. And they have people working behind the counter next to a cash register. And they just keep it. They have and they have people who aren't allowed to get off merry-go-rounds. And they're like forced to be on merry-go-rounds for hours as they film it and make it look like, like everyone's happy and having a good time. They're fake rich people. It is like the the depths that they go, the propaganda machine. If they tried half as hard on feeding people as they did on propaganda, they would probably be somewhere. Oh my god! Can you imagine sitting on a merry-go-round for hours and hours and hours? I it, mean, I would like it. I mean, I'd probably do one hour. I'd probably do. I think after one hour, I'd be like, "Get me out of here, merry-go-round." That's the one with the. Is that a carousel or is that the one that That's goes a carousel? Carousel mm-hmm. the other way, upside down. No, no, no. Merry-go-round and carousel are very similar. It's the one with the horses. Yeah, you get on the horse or, you know, sea creature or whatever uh, kind of carousel you're going on. Mm-hmm. But how does a merry-go-round differ from a carousel? I believe they're the same. I think they're the same. I think they're just different names for the same thing. This is, uh, Mary is now looking this up for us, and that's why she I'm is I'm kind lady. of upset that Mary the, doesn't know what a merry-go-round is. The difference <laughs> is the direction in which they turn. Oh. So one's Australian. Merry-go-rounds usually go clockwise, while North America, America carousels typically go anti-clockwise. Counterclockwise. Or count- it says anti-clockwise on funtrivia.com. Who's fucking fun trivia, sons of bitches? <laughs> go on fun trivia, ask about North Korea. Let's see what they got for us. You don't got that, but they got top ten facts about calliopes. Ooh, that sounds fun. What's a calliope? Calliope is that creepy instrument at the circus. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is the North Korean national anthem. Really? Is it really? <laughs> really? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I believe you. Edward Larson, you would lie about I believe on you. this show? You know, I believe a lot of people. Someone told me that that song was invented in ancient Rome, and then people would use it with like, do, 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 like bass instruments. So it was like spooky. Ooh. And I was telling that lie for years in bars, <laughs> and just telling everybody. It's a good lie, though. <laughs> I didn't know it was a lie. I thought I was telling the truth. I think it was a song invented by monkeys, so they could dance next to their owners and collect uh, euros. The monkey raises his hat and he puts it back on his head and he puts out his hand and you give it a quarter or it bites your face. Mm. My friend got bitten by a monkey in Italy and she's never been the same. Really? 
Yes. Well, I mean, she's fine. Oh, and that like meant like neurological problems. She got bit as a baby. She always talks about it. She's got a little scar under her eye. Bone Dog. Great person. Bone Dog? Yeah, her name's Bone Dog. Oh. Well, we named her Bone Dog. Her real name's Megan. I won't give her last name because, you know, we don't have, we can't have monkeys looking for her. <laughs> a baby. You know, if I had a baby and a monkey bit the baby, I would shoot the monkey in the face. Really? I would shoot the monkey in the face if it bit my baby. I don't think... It, you can just slam it a, a bunch. You know, you don't need to pull out a I gun. I don't think that's true. Monkeys are stronger than they appear. They're very Not strong. Not tiny little Indiana Jones monkey. You could whip those fuckers against the wall. Are you sure about that? I think I could grab it by the legs but and bash it. We're not talking in. about you. We're talking about Amber. Amber, Amber has kill that monkey. I feel like you could be able to smother a monkey. Maybe. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Choke the skull to death, is thick. But it bites. Yeah, it bites. That's why I'm saying gun, because I get to back away from it. And bow, 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 but bow. it's so small. It'd probably be easier to shoot a chimp or a gorilla mm. than it would be to shoot a tiny little monkey, because they're squirrely and they jump all around. That's why I need an AK-47, because I got one pull. Very Korean weapon. Man, I've been brushing my teeth wrong my whole life. Is it up and down, tiny circles? How you get the back of them? I used to never change out my brush. I keep the same one for over years sometimes. I know, it's disgusting. I probably shouldn't be telling you that. Then I go to the dentist, and the guy yells at me. You know, I know it's my fault, but I knew I had to step up my game. So I got a quip. Listen, for starters, quip's an electric toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes while still packing just the right amount of vibrations to help you clean your teeth moves way faster than I can wiggle my chunky little fingers. The brush is a timer, so you know when you've brushed for the dentist recommended two minutes. And it's got these guiding pulses, so you know when to switch sides, which is great. That way I don't have to sing happy birthday to myself in my head five times. Quip's subscription plans are for your health, not just for convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist recommended schedule every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel wherever you take your teeth. No charger or wires means Quip is compact and light to make brushing twice daily easy at home or on the go. Everyone loves Quip. You know, they're, they're on Oprah's O-List, they were named one of Time's Best Inventions, and is the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. And they got all kinds of rules over there. Plus, they're backed by a network of over 20,000 dentists and hygienists, and hundreds of thousands of happy brushers use Quip every day. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash brighterside right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash brighterside. Spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash brighterside. Clean those teeth. They're the only ones you get. Let Quip take care of you so you don't forget to take care of yourself. All right, so we're, we're getting towards the end here. Let's, all, let's start talking nice about North Korea. I know I've said some nice things, you know, about, you know, the progress they're making and stuff like that. But let's dive a little deeper and try to find, you know, the brighter side of North Korea. Um, I'll, I'll go first. I'll say that, you know, they're good at lining up at lines and marching next to missiles. You know, they do that like a motherfucker. There's <laughs> one thing I see is them and their big ass missiles and them walking straight by very, always the legs always match. 
There's never someone out of turn. Because that's what I'm saying. That's because it. they got it exactly that. And also, they're spending all their time marching in the, the same formation and not learning how to fire drones. I mean, they got the free time. Well, they got good. I mean, how about this? They, they they're good. Uh, they they get good on the computers. They hacked Sony. They sure did. Mm, they hacked Sony. They 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 fucked with uh they they fucked with uh what you call it with uh, Seth Rogen. I just don't know they because did. they do hack, but also so does like fourteen year olds in Missouri. You know. Yeah. I don't know, know how much skill it takes to hack into Sony. I think it takes a lot of fucking skill. I don't to hack know. Into Sony. I couldn't do it. Lord knows. And they put all their all their racist emails out there. Good for them for doing that. Yeah. See, throwing it out there. That was kind of fun, to be honest with that you. That was fun. Oh, they were a cool little whistleblowing situation for North Korea. Good for them. I say a good thing about them is it's um if we open up uh any kind of store over there, like a Home Depot. Mm-hmm. If we put a Home Depot in there, they would be the like they're like if your grandparents were working at Home Depot. They're like if you show up five minutes Early, you're on time, you know? Yeah. Like, very hard. Uh, strict. Strict. They'd be the best Home Depot in the world. By the book. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think they would really appreciate some new stores as well. Absolutely. Stores where you can actually go in and buy a product or two. And they would work really hard, and then their kids would reap the benefits and work really hard, and then their grandkids would be spoiled rotten, like uh, we are. I think another thing. Think about this. If you ever see a North Korean laugh, you got to imagine whatever was said was really, 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 really funny because of how sad they all are. Mm-hmm. So the comedy has got to be a little better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> comedy is better. That's your in brighter side places. is comedy is better. In North Actually, Korea. the comedy is pretty bad. There's a documentary out. I forget what it's called, but it's all about a Swedish guy who goes to North Korea to do comedy. And it's all straight. They give him their jokes that he has to tell. And he and, and it's very strict rules. And it's crazy. And he's got mo- more footage inside North Korea than uh, than most uh, people who sneak in there. He was actually paid by the government to come in and tell jokes. And it was, I think he has Down syndrome. It's a very interesting documentary. I saw it many years ago with the lizard man, Holden McNeely. Interesting. Wait, a Down syndrome man went into North Korea to tell jokes and Mm -hmm. they were pre-given to him. And then he taped the whole time and released a documentary about it. And it's, I forget the name of it. It's like me in North Korea or North Korea and me or... Something like that. That's wild. Yeah, no, it's very... It, that's the thing is that's another brighter side of North Korea. Everything is just so horrible that it's very interesting. <laughs> it's, very, it's a very interesting place to talk about. That's true. They're pop, you know, they, for all intents and purposes, they shouldn't be that popular of a country, but the whole world's always talking about them. Such a loose cannon. And you know what? Here's another brighter side. It's always good to have an enemy. You know, you gotta focus your pain somewhere. Yeah, you gotta you, you gotta know who you don't like. You know, you gotta know it's like oh, they're so bad. You know that you know all of a sudden, I Kuwait's better. You know, that's, like. it. that's it. That's a psychological term. Is that a group of people have to be together in order for a group of people to congregate? They have to all hate the same thing. Oh, in order yeah. for them to like kind of get along and work, they all have to hate one thing. Mm-hmm. That's why I think a lot of wars are um, made up. Well, A, because we need the yeah. oil or whatever natural resources they have. But B, we also need to collectively hate something. An enemy of my enemy is my friend. Mm-hmm. I love that phrase. Also, you know, it's another good phrase that I like, which is, uh, it's got nothing to do with what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, if you're having a party, a good rule is, uh, friends of friends can't have friends. 
friends of friends can't, can't have- bring friends. Oh yeah, if you're like throwing a party, yeah. If you're like a friend of a friend, and I don't know you. That's cool because you're a friend of a friend. But if you bring a friend, nah, 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 nah. Now, what's this like fourth removed person in here? <laughs> you gonna steal my toilet paper or what, Mary? North Korea, brighter side. Brighter side. I love a wild card. Yeah. I think they're the wild card of this uh, whole generation. Everyone else is always playing nice, and I, you know, um. Man, it's just tough with all the finding a brighter side when the, there's like an ongoing holocaust there. But um, I think I'm... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but I will say what's really cool about North Korea is that uh, the human element of the fact that uh, the black market is strongest in North Korea out of anywhere. So I find it, you know, that's a real pull yourself up by your bootstraps. And I'll even say American sensibility that when you can't get a job and you're not getting paid by the government, you start just selling to your neighbors, you know? And, um, and God, it's just, it's just tough. And also I think that Spanish guy who was in that movie propaganda games, he's funny, he's fat and funny. And he's, have you guys watched that movie? No. Propaganda games is a great, Netflix documentary on North Korea and it features a man named Alejandro Cao de Benos de Liz y Perez who is a Spanish political activist who is kind of he lives in North Korea and he's like one of the very few Western people who defected to North Korea and he's just stupid and goofy. That sounds wild. Very stupid if you're going to move to North Korea. Very stupid. (laughs) You know, I'll say another positive thing about North Korea. It makes me uh, happy to be here in America drinking a beer, sitting in in a room, talking to you all. I mean, this is what freedom really is. Yeah, we get to put this out to the entire world and they listen to our bullshit. They won't hear it in North Korea, unfortunately. They won't. You don't, you never know. Yeah. Could be. They do could be sneaking brighter side DVDs. Do they have there. the internet in North Korea, you think? Uh, Kim Jong-un's probably got the internet. Yeah. He does. Did you guys see that map, that Steam map? No. Yeah. Y'all know what Steam is? Steam is like an online video game service. It's very, it's like the most popular online video game Mm-hmm. platform and they published a map of everybody in the world was a little dot everyone who was logged into steam and north korea is totally black the rest of the world has like a bunch of green dots all over with concentrations in america and france and yada yeah. yada yada and then there's one solitary little dot dot in pyongyang of the one person in north korea who uses steam and it got, it's got to be kim jong-un could be you know he loves toys you ever see how happy he was on that roller coaster him just smiling, running, going around in circles. He was having a good time. They built. He built an amusement park for himself. Oh my God! What a you know what? I'm I'm not gonna call him a jerk because we're gonna make peace and we're gonna free those people in those concentration camps. I will say, brighter side, it's nice to see what 13 year old Mary would have done as an adult in charge of a country because <laughs> I would have built my own amusement park and I honestly I have some relatives that I definitely would have rocket launched. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what. He's, you know, ruined that hairstyle. He's, he's what is it with now. dictators and like mean people in, in power, like having the craziest, weirdest hair? It's the same like alt-right hairstyle. Mm-hmm. Like those guys with oh, the tiki yeah. torches. That's like the same hairstyle. He's got the same short on the sides, long on top. Yeah. yeah. It's got, yeah, there's Part nothing. The there's not, it's like completely bald on the bottom. It's very intense. It's, I like, it's a strict haircut for sure. Mm. You know what? Here's a positive. He, this is going to be something good 
that Donald Trump does. Yeah. People are already saying you should get a Nobel Peace Prize for this. I mean, I, mean, I don't want him to get it, but I mean, no, who should get the president? The, the president of China should get it. That's who should fucking get it. He's, he, he's who's really brokering this whole thing. But I think that Obama was never going to make peace with North Korea. No. He's too normal you know he's too much of a uh, like a like a he's a politician he's a politician yeah yeah and trump like to quote jeff uh is the president most like dennis rodman you know <laughs> and it is it is fucking it, it, trump's gonna get nixon got us back in bed with china and fucking trump is gonna make it okay with north korea it seems like and, you know, it's you get in trouble when you say that Trump's doing something good, but... I would rather him do something good than something bad. I'm absolutely. just happy it's happening this way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it, to want our president to fail is crazy to me. Yeah. Like, you know, no matter how much I hate Trump, like, it is like, if I want him to do good, mm-hmm. you know, and I and he is doing good by this one thing. I'm totally into this one thing, mm-hmm. and I will... Always give him if he succeeds at this, I will always give him credit for it. Yeah, and, hoorah! And I, I'm very. I hope it goes down, and I and let him let this be his legacy. Let this assault rifle uh, regulation and marijuana legalization be his legacy, and then watch. He's gonna go down as a fucking good president. And not that I am like I'm rooting for him. I don't want him back, but. It, you're rooting for America. I'm rooting for America. Yeah. I'm an American. I mean, I, to watch the our, our country crumble for the sake of like getting a Democrat in there, it makes me nuts and, yeah. and mad Like whenever people can't accept that he actually has done something decent. And fucking, he took a gamble the way he was dealing with it. I thought he was going to get us killed the way he was talking to Kim Jong-un over Twitter. I really did. Though I thought he was just going to start... If, I, I mean, truth is, if he had a missile that could reach America, I bet he would have done it. Oh, yeah. But the fact is, they don't know I how don't to build know, it. I don't know, then he'd have nothing to watch. That's true. To watch. Well, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, he, he wouldn't win. He wouldn't destroy America. He would just but destroy he, California. They, but that's where all Hawaii. the stuff he wants to watch is. Yeah. He can't blow up L.A. Where is he going to get some more sitcoms from? You know he's watching <laughs> blow Big up San Bang Diego. Theory. Oh, yeah. Huh? He'd blow up San Diego. Oh, but that'll all drift north. Hawaii. Oh, He'd but probably come on, get they, Hawaii. They already got a volcano going on. Don't blow up Hawaii. They got enough problems. Oh, that's right. They got a volcano erupting. There lava a, coming through the streets. Yeah, sweet, weird video of lava like just eating a car. Yeah. God, I love lava. You know what else? Here's another brighter side about North Korea. These are great. We got a bunch of them. Tigers. I love tigers. They're in there? Oh, they got a shit ton of tigers. They got tigers? They got a fucking bunch of tigers. Well, then eat the tigers. I mean, I mean it's hard to eat tigers. Tigers are, you know... Tough meat? T- or, I mean, no, it's, no they're hard to kill. they're the top of the food chain. Uh, <laughs> I could kill a tiger. I'd say if you were to release you a tiger, just, I just sure don't know. I don't know. Monkey? <laughs> I don't know about a monkey. Tiger, I could kill. Also, they're not giving them food. You think they're giving them guns? Mm. Tiger's the scariest animal on the planet to me. Really? It's fucking 600-pound cat. That's true. <laughs> like you know what's the scariest animal to me? Human beings. Ooh, you dirty dog. <laughs> Man. All right. So I I think we found enough. Mary, any, any more? I mean, I feel like... 
I think it's fun that they're spooky. I think it's fun to be scared of something. Sometimes, like, also, sometimes I'm stuck in traffic, and in my brain, I just picture, like, the... And then, like, the mushroom cloud, and I just think about what I would do, and I feel like I'd just be relieved not to be in traffic anymore. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's sometimes fun to think about (laughs) getting wiped out by them. If there was a big nuclear attack on California, I'll tell you what I would do. Probably not good to put it on the air because you want your route, you know, clear, but I'd go straight to Mexico and keep going south. You know, I'm staying in Mexico, too. Yeah, just keep keep riding down there. Just keep going going south. Canada's too cold... Um, yeah. No, I feel like I'd go east into the desert. Into the desert? Yeah. Or the, like, the middle of the country where no one gives a fuck about nothing? Yeah. I don't know. I'd get my passport and get the fuck out of America. Never come back. I just don't know. I think all the other countries are, would be destabilized by America being wiped out. I think you'd be better off going out into, like, I'm thinking, like, Colorado before you hit the mountains, you know, Mm. just hunker down. Get a spot, get a gun. I will say that, though, in case this all does go south, if you're out there listening to this, renew your passports. Be ready to go in case the shit goes down. You don't want to be stuck here if the fucking world starts melting. Also, if it happens, go inside, fill up a bathtub with water, and change out of your clothes into fresh clothes and cover up all the windows. That's what they say to do. Oh, okay. I like that. Good advice, Mary. I mean, I think you'll still probably die. Oh, most likely. It's nice to be productive. Yeah, yeah, to have a job to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. All right, <laughs> that's been North Korea. This is the brighter side. You know what? Work. I'm going on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, This has been The Brighter Side. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please go rate and review our show. Tell your friends to listen to The Brighter Side and just, you know, have a better outlook on life. That's the whole reason we do this fucking show. And we love love you guys and we love putting out positive vibes and we're going to keep on doing it as long as you guys are listening. Uh, I'm Ed Larson. You can find me on Twitter at EddieTunes underscore and Instagram at Eddie Tunes and listen to Thick Skin with Jeff Ross whenever you get a chance. Cool new podcast I do with my cousin and Mary helps me produce that as well. And mm-hmm. uh, Amber, what do you got going on? I'm Amber Smelson on Twitter and on Instagram. I have another podcast called Dang Y'all. Usually comes out on a Thursday. And I am uh, writing a bunch right now. So, you know, hallelujah. We're making it work. Absolutely. You hosting any shows soon? Hosting any shows soon. You usually host something at the Virgil, don't you? Yeah, usually. That's like once a month, but I haven't been given a new date for that. Fair enough. Yep. All right, Mary. And check out the rest of the shows at Last Podcast Network. You can find out more at lastpodcastnetwork.com or on Twitter at Last Podcast Network. Absolutely. And taking us out today. Can I make a recommendation? Yes. Oh, and also I wanted to say that Mary helps out with my podcast too. Sorry. Oh, Absolutely. Great. Um, my recommendation is uh, We Are the Troops of the Party. I found it by Hyung Song Wall, who was yes. executed by Firing Squad. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. So let's give her some views on uh, the old uh, YouTube. And also, if you got some free time, Amber's been putting out some really cool playlists on YouTube. So check yeah. those out. She just put out one about heroin. I did. Yeah. So, you know, if you like heroin, give it a listen. If you don't, you know, learn about heroin and listen to it anyway. <laughs> but uh, take, what's the name of the song again? We are the troops of the party. We are the troops of the party. That is a good drinking game song. All right, so we'll see you all later. Be good to yourselves, and God bless America. And you know what? I hope that North Korea gets better. I'm not going to say God bless them, but I'll help. I hope it gets better.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.